star, born star, born star, where you realize you're a star. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast where we talk about everything and also everything more. (laughs) Yeah, in case you didn't know, my husband is a moron. His name is Skip. We do another podcast together. He's a moron and um, he's making me laugh while I'm trying to do this podcast. Anyways, um, he's always trying to interrupt me while I'm trying to do a podcast, and it's kind of getting irritating, but gotta love him. Um, we're going to be talking about some very interesting things today, and entertaining things today. Um, today is Thursday, one more day closer to Friday. Um, I guess every day kind of ends up being the same at this point. When you work, 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 it's like you can't see anything else except, except for work. But that's fine. Welcome to life. Until I guess you retire. Unless you retire young. Well, there's nothing wrong with that either. But um, the first part of our conversation today is clutter. Does anyone like clutter? And what do I mean by clutter? I mean like, let's say you have a bookshelf. But also on the bookshelf is an iron. Not that anybody should be ironing. I think that died off, like, I don't know. But I'm just saying random crap. Um, Like, on the bookshelf, you've got an umbrella. Or on the bookshelf, you have lotion. I'm not saying you can't put other things in other areas, especially if you have a smaller place, because you can do that. But the idea of clutter, like, where there's just a mess everywhere. Does anyone like that? It drives me absolutely batty. And we've talked about messes before. But the idea of this conversation is who likes the clutter? Who likes to look at it? And if you keep looking at it, doesn't it drive you crazy like you want to clean it up? Granted, like if you have a busy life, you just put some things in certain areas because it fits in. We're all not going to have like a 5,050 square foot house or home. And we're all not going to live in a big area like that. Some of us are stuck in these, like, apartments that feel like a box. But that's beside the point. Um, You know, it's important to organize and try to at least keep things looking decent for yourself mentally so you don't go completely insane. Also, so when you do go to look for something, you know exactly where it is and you don't have to drive yourself crazy trying to figure out where you put it. Because haven't we all been in a situation where you have something that's actually important and you put it somewhere safe and then you go to look for it but you can't remember where you put it? Like, isn't that insane? Doesn't that drive you crazy? Shouldn't we be trying to avoid that? I'm just saying. Shouldn't we be trying to avoid that? I feel like we should be trying to avoid that. But I don't know if we necessarily are trying to avoid that. Because people actually take the time if they see a mess to clean it up. I don't know. Like, I feel like I need to go out of my way to clean up mess. And I feel like everyone does. In their homes, at their job, whatever. Like, clean clean is better. Like, knowing where things are. Having things be uh, accessible is essential to your 
mind turning correctly and not going completely insane with just everything everywhere and just you don't know where the hell anything is i hate that like if i'm looking for something i want to know exactly where it is so i can just move forward with my life already you know like that's the entire point man right isn't it just saying just saying Uh, well at least that should be the entire point i don't know if it is but i feel like it should be right clutter just means you're lazy so get up Pick up the crap you left on the floor. Put it in an area. If you've got a bookshelf, do multi-use and let, okay? Or, like, if you want pillows, then get the pillows where you could change the fabric on them and you could change stuff up. Like, get things that you can use multiple times and over and things like that. Like, don't just keep buying things because you like to shop. Be smart. Clutter is not the answer. Clutter will lead you to a headache. Just saying. Next part of our conversation Decorating can be fun. You can utilize Pinterest. You can go on Google's. You can look at pictures. You can go on websites for like um, redesigning your house. You could also go into Lowe's or Home Depot. Or I guess if you like social media, you could look at Instagram. Or you could look at any of these HGTV shows where they're redecorating things. And I think you'll be uh, fairly surprised at how much you could do on your own if you're utilizing all those things. Um, there's also decorating apps that you can download and you can get them from the app store or the Google store or whatever, Google play or whatever. I don't remember the name of it. Something like that for Androids. I don't really know anything about Androids. I'm an Apple person. So I strongly believe in Apple and I don't want to support anything else that's not Apple. So I'm staying away from everything else. But, um, yeah. Decorating can be fun, and you can really, uh, really change up your your mood or how you feel when you go home by redecorating. I think that it's so important that we make our home feel like it's our place of rest. It's our place of ease. It's our place where we have fun and we have laughter. We have dinner. We look forward to watching movies or TV shows or being with, you know, whoever we live with. Even if we just leave by ourselves, it's the person, it's the place that we look forward to going back to, and that's what our homes are. So, decorating, redecorating. It's your first apartment. You really wanted to look a specific way. Taking that time to really get the vibe or the feel you want is essential. I could definitely tell you I'm surrounded by a lot of like wonderful designers. My mom, her house is just like. It's like going to a museum of beauty. Like every time I'm at our house, I'm just constantly looking around. She's got a section of pictures. She's got all these beautiful like fabrics and sculptures. And it really does have the vibe of like what a home is supposed to be. And I like to think since my mom's house is like that, that that's how every other house should be too. Maybe that's just me being spoiled. But I mean, I got to think that her house is just awesome, man. And Um, It really does have the appeal of home. And it's great. And you know what? Who doesn't want it to be great? Granted, sometimes when you're designing things, and I was having this conversation with a coworker. um, I feel like on some of these shows, like on, um, what is her name? Uh, Christina on a Coast or these other, like, HGTV shows where they're, like, redoing a house over. They'll be like, let's get this expensive uh, granite for the kitchen. It's, like, $3,000, but it's not that much. And I'm like, aren't we supposed to be, like, not being ridiculous? Like, okay, if you're buying your first house 
and it's got some areas that aren't as nice as you want them to be. Instead of you getting an entire new granite for the kitchen, why don't you just get the stick-on granite that they have on Lowe's? It's at a cheaper price. It's more budgetable. And maybe do that for the time being so you can afford to get the other stuff you need. Maybe if the basement has a problem, maybe you could, like, paint the walls and, and you know, bring over a friend that can do it at a cheaper price. Or you can uh, do it yourself. Like, why isn't that an option? I mean, it should be an option. I don't know. I feel like it should be. I feel like we get... Sometimes people go too crazy with things. And I can definitely tell you that these shows in HGTV are a great example of that. Flipping Vegas is another one where the wife is like, I'm going to get this flooring that costs like $20,000 because it's going to help the house sell. And I'm like, but... You still got to sell the house. So are you going to get your money back? Because I don't know if you're going to. Like, I don't know if I could flip houses. I think it would drive me insane. Like, I literally think I would be the cheapest person doing that. Because granted, you want to sell the house. But you got to know what neighborhood you're in. And you got to know what the price of the houses are in the neighborhood you're trying to sell it at. So if you're going to spend all that money on furniture to make it look pretty and all the the add-ons... How's that going to benefit you? That's the question. But decorating can be fun. You can look on HDTV. You can go on Lowe's. You can look on Pinterest. You can download some apps on your phone. You can watch some YouTube videos. You can definitely go on TikTok or all these other places. You could literally even go on Twitter and follow, like, designers and, like, go to, like, furniture stores and truly figure out what you want to do even amazon would be fun there's just so much you could do with redecorating and decorating sky's the limit on that i mean literally have fun and and forget about it like some people might want to go for the west coast vibe while others might want the simplicity of black and white and some might want the vegas style i'm going to be doing a mix between vegas and gotham city and we will see what happens with that um i'm really excited about changing things up in my house and i want to make it a more vibrant more cohesive vibe so we'll see what happens with that next part of our conversation finding a hobby can be fun yes it can be fun whether that's reading whether that's drawing, whether it's playing cards, whether it's singing, or whether it's doing a podcast. Finding a hobby can be fun. Like, like things can be fun. It doesn't always just have to be work-orientated or I have to do this. Maybe you should be doing things because you like to do them, like playing video games. Granted, I love video games, but I can't remember the last time I played Nintendo. And I, I should make more time for that. For living and being happy. So if you're in that same situation. You should do the same thing too. We should be finding ways to enjoy our lives. And video games can do that. Books can do that. Games can do that. Watching movies or series can do that. Any of these things can be hobbies. Going for joy rides. uh, Finding ways to go make bucket lists. And do things that we might not have done before. Any of these things can definitely leave a great feeling for yourself. So I say... Go for it and have fun. That's what life's about, having fun and living your life and not feeling bad about it. So find a hobby, whatever you like, whether it's sewing, knitting, making jewelry, uh, uh, painting, whether you're um, 
writing books, writing short stories, designing, making apps, whatever you love to do, do it and don't apologize for it and like doing it. That's all I can say. That is going to lead us into the next part of our conversation on this Thursday. Let's get into Star Wars talk. So, Outer Banks Season 2. Haven't started it yet. Gotta finish Lupin. Once I'm done with Lupin, I'm gonna hit that up and finish that. I still need to finish uh, Lucifer. I'm so far behind on that. God. But that that could stay in the back burner because that's not going anywhere. But Outer Banks Season 2 looks pretty great. I did see the... Uh, 10 minute like preview to it or 10 second preview or whatever it was preview for i was watching something and i saw it and i was like yo i can't wait to watch this granted i didn't know if that was when i have a season two but i'm kind of excited that it does uh i wonder what's next in this show on uh, the last season they were looking for a um some sort of a gem um the main character's dad had um found some sort of a treasure and he left his son like notations and he left him like a list of something to find it as well so he ended up finding it and how it left off some craziness had happened so we'll see what happens in this season i'm really excited about seeing what happens in season two still waiting for stranger things to come out i don't know if they're going to come out with a new season of that there's so many shows on netflix that i absolutely like and i want to see another season of them fingers crossed that they're coming out next part of our conversation where did all the zombie shows go now last week we talked about or was it the other day we talked about walking dead and like do we think Walking Dead is going to get another season or where are we going with that? And then there's Fear of the Walking Dead. And then there was that zombie show that was on, I think, sci-fi or something. And I can't, Z or something, I can't remember the name of it. Um, granted, there's all of that. But are they going to make another show that's sort of like Walking Dead or is it going to be like, um, what is the name of that show? Resident Evil is going to be something like that. Like, where it's, like, literal, like, they're on the ground walking around with zombies. And they have to, like, protect themselves from, like, zombies that just want to eat them and turn them to. Like, are we going to see that? That's what I'm waiting for. But I don't know if we're going to see that. I mean, hopefully we get to see that. That's the whole thing, right? I want to see, like, the people running trying to get away from these zombies. Like, Night of the Living Dead, but in a show. But, like, sometimes when they do that, the characters they find are really crappy. Granted, the zombies do look really good in um, Walking Dead. Hopefully, they can keep that momentum up in whatever other shows they do with zombies. But where are all those shows? Are all those shows over? If they are, make more because people like that. It's very entertaining. So, I'm looking forward to that. Next part of conversation. They had this ice cream show on Food Network and it sucked. Girl Meets Farm was one of the hosts on there, and it was boring. Skip fell asleep during the show. We watched it, like, twice. I don't really understand what the momentum of that show was. Granted, I think they put it on too late anyways, because they put it on, like, two weeks ago, man. And, like, it's September. Like, granted, I like ice cream, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It didn't really do it for me. And I like Girl Meets Farm. She's very entertaining. Uh, some of the other guests, I, don't, I can't even tell you what their names were. It was kind of an okay show, but uh, they could have skipped it. Honestly, they could have skipped it. 
Um, as far as Food Network goes, now they put all the Halloween shows on Food Network, and that's pretty good. And um, we like those competition shows with the where they're building up big things, and they have, like, pumpkins, and they're doing insane things with cakes and cookies and food. It's pretty interesting and entertaining. And we'll see what happens uh, these next uh, shows, uh, getting closer to Halloween. Pretty much like that. Um, we'll see what happens. But um, that ice cream show was horrible. If you're thinking about looking at that or you've got the app for um, HGTV and Food Network, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to be upset and you're going to be ticked off. It was not good. Not good. And Skip is calling me a hater, but he knows it was crappy. He didn't want to watch it either. Remember when you fell asleep during it? Uh, <laughs> the first one. Oh, yeah, you fell asleep multiple times. Tell me what happened during the second episode. Uh, they ate ice cream. What kind of ice cream did they eat? What flavor, moron? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I fell asleep. Again? <laughs> so you fell asleep twice? Uh, maybe three times. Oh, my God. You fell asleep three times. So what's the storyline behind the ice cream show? But you're already on this one. No, I'm not here. I'm telling you the truth about ice cream shows. This was a bad one. If you're looking for ways to not want to eat ice cream, then you might want to watch this show. Because, like, it kind of had this weird vibe to it where I was just like, this is not making me want to have ice cream. This is making me want to do the opposite of ice cream and have a cookie. Like, I don't know. Like, and granted, I like ice cream. I got a whole ice cream machine to make my own ice cream. Uh, you know, I do like ice cream. And uh, this did not hit the spot for me. Like... It was just way too much. It didn't, like, make any sense. And granted, some of these cooking shows are kind of crazy. They can't all be, like, Guy Fieri. He is, like, the master of shows on Food Network. He just gives you exactly what you want. But this wasn't one of those. This is kind of crazy. You know another show that I really don't get on there? The one where they, like, try to redo the restaurants over. What's the name of that one? I can't remember the name of it. They try to redo the restaurants over. Uh, they try to, like, refix, like, what they're cooking at, whatever, and try to help them stay open. Granted, it's been a lot of that because of COVID-19. So that's been real difficult, I guess. But... I don't know. I don't get it. Like, for me, I feel, I can't help feeling like, why put something on TV where people could be questioning, like, what they're actually looking at? And why have it be about ice cream, but they're making them do ridiculous things with ice cream? Like, if the whole idea behind it is, like, peanut butter, shouldn't we be trying to figure out how we can use peanuts to get, like, that peanut buttery flavor, or we should be bringing different elements into it? This was, like, straight up, like, not good in a bad way. I don't know. I'm just saying. Not the best. Like, it just has me, like, what am I looking at? 
And I don't like feeling like, what am I looking at? Because I don't want to say, like, I feel like that. But, like, literally. Why? Why? I don't get it. That's just me. But stay away from it. Do yourself a favor and don't do it. Do yourself a favor and don't watch that ice cream show because you are going to be irritated. And if you've got the apps, and I can't remember the name of the app. I told you not to get that app because if you're busy, you're not going to have time to get it. But if you've got the app and you're watching everything in the app, skip that show because you're not going to like it. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Next part of the conversation. Let's talk about food. Pizza or lasagna or manicotti. I like all of them for different reasons. Pizza, because if it's the right kind of crust with the light version of a sauce and a... Topping. See, I like all the toppings. I like all the meats. I like to have pepperoni. I like to have Italian sausage. I like to have onions and peppers and mushrooms. That's my perfect kind of a pizza. Delicious. I think it's like the everything pizza. I typically go for that. That's only if I'm eating it by myself. If I'm having it with like um, Skip or like a family member, I let them like choose what they want. Um, he likes uh, minacota and he likes cheese. And um, sometimes we get a meat on it. That Park Lane has a Hawaiian pizza that's really tasty. Uh, Papa John's has good pizza too, but we haven't had them in a while. But uh, Park Lane is pretty much better. Uh, honestly, I gotta tell you that. If we are... Going between pizza places, I'm going to pick Park Lane without a doubt. I mean, I like Papa John's. Sometimes it's good to have it. I don't know about Domino's. Like, I'm not really a big Domino's fan. This dude likes Pizza Hut, but there isn't a Pizza Hut here anymore. So we have to go through, like, the Taco Bell Pizza Hut, like, drive-thru. I guess that's okay. But, uh, if we're talking about pizza... It's got to be Park Lane. And when it comes to lasagna, I mean, lasagna is good anywhere. We're going to skip talking about Olive Garden because that's takeout Italian. But if you find your local Italian restaurante, uh, you know, you can find really great lasagna. You can always get good manicotti and you can find good fettuccine or Alfredo at any of these places. And they're all good for different reasons. I can't decide and pick one. I like all of them. Um... And they're all good. As long as the sauce is good and the pasta is like al dente, you can't go wrong. It's always going to be good if you eat it at a real Italian place. We're not talking about 
Olive Garden because that's takeout lasagna. The soup and salad is good, but as far as the pastas go, it's frozen. It's not the same thing. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. When you had too much Mexican food. I don't know. I don't think I can ever have enough Mexican food. I love Mexican food. I could eat it every day. I love uh, bowls. Chipotle has great bowls. Salsa Fresca has great food. Puerto Vallarta has amazing um, enchiladas. And they've got so many delicious things. Chili relleno, the rice, and the Mexican salad. I could eat it every day. I'm just saying that. And it's not a lie. I really could. I really do believe that I could totally eat Mexican every day and be okay with it. I think if I lived in Mexico, I would be fine. I would make my own tamales. I would make all my own food and I would be okay. I would eat the tacaritos. I would eat all of it. I would eat our food trucks. I would be able to live if I lived in Mexico. If I lived, lived in any Spanish country, I think I'd be fine. Um... Mexican food every day is like, I feel like it's like winning the lottery because Mexican food is so flavorful. Not only is it so flavorful, it's got like deep, deep doors into flavors you haven't met before. Like Diablo queso, like, mm, 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 mm. like the rice. Oh my God, we could talk for days about Mexican food. If I had to eat it every day, I would not be complaining. Mexican food is delicious. And the country of Mexico is such a beautiful country. And I was privileged to be able to go there and experience, you know, the food and the people. And if I was going to go visit anywhere else, it definitely would be Mexico as well. I will be back, Mexico City. I will be back. Next part of our conversation. Can dressing ruin a salad? It can. If you pour the entire bottle of salad dressing in a salad it's unnecessary for you to do that so don't do that just saying you don't have to do that and when people think that they do have to do that and they shove all this stuff on their salad and they wonder why it doesn't taste good it tastes watered down because you put like the whole thing of salad dressing on it so now it's not a salad anymore FYI, FYI, don't do that. Don't ruin your salad by having way too much salad dressing. Trust me, don't do it. Just make sure you portion it out correctly and make sure you have everything else you want correctly on there and you'll be fine. Anyways, that is the end of Born Star, Born Star, you realize you're a star. Born star, born star, you realize, you realize you're a star. I'll see you tomorrow on Friday. Bye.